0: Listeners.
1: Hello, good afternoon.
0: Welcome to the Dream Stream. I'm your co-host, Yiska Cook, and I'm here with Dr. Carla Mazio of Isha
1: Retreats. Hello, today is Thursday, April 4th, 2019.
0: Yes, and so I'm really excited because Carla very generously invited me to stay uh, in one of the apartments of her retreats and i'm going to stay there tonight my 9-year-old is with his dad <laughs> and
1: i and hopefully we'll have some interesting dreams both of us i really
0: do hope so i really do and as as
1: today's uh, a windy day and a sun, yes. sunny beautiful warm day in spring and so we'll see what what um what comes forth
0: yes i look very forward to that
1: so i know
0: if you've been listening or watching our youtube videos You've heard me complain about um, being in a little bit of a dream-remembering drought. And I've kind of uh, shown a little bit of blame for this on the medical cannabis that I take for MS, which I have for 22 years now. So um, anyway,
1: finally. You have something.
0: I have two two Two. fragments, two Two dream fragments. And I firstly wrote... uh, I can't write in a journal anymore, so I have like voice recognition. yeah, yeah, right.
1: I know it's I. Um, you'll see me holding my phone, which was not um, my um, uh, what do you call it? But just, Intention. Yeah. Well, it's it's not my choice for um, recording oh, instruments. Yes, yes. Yes. But um, it's just so more convenient and easier than um, writing in the journal. Um, but i want to transcribe it to a journal because i rather i like the books sure. i like the, I, would, I like to I draw would. also that's what i was just um, going to say
0: that's what i miss the most about keeping a dream journal on paper is that and i always liked unruled paper mm-hmm. for my dream journal yes. it couldn't have lines no 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 and um and i used to love to draw
1: right i have some images i i need to draw yes. um because that that's the important aspect of it Yes, um, yes. So So. anyway, let's jump in. So let's jump right in. And when were these dream Last fragments? Last night. Okay, Last so they're night. fresh, hot, hot off the presses. Hot press. off the presses. <laughs> okay, so
0: I wrote this one second, but I know I dreamed it beforehand. Well, this was just a fragment. So um, I dreamed that I have a broken break on the rollator that I use. For balance. Uh, it just snapped right off. Hmm. So, and it's on the right side of the role leader. Hmm. And so when I saw it, and I forgot about it. And then when I saw it this morning, I was like, oh, my dream. So I love that. Mm. When your daily yes. life triggers. When it
1: reminds you yes. of, of your yes. dream.
0: Yeah. So do you want to. Can you do the second one yes. also? Just yes. mention that. Sure. since it's a because short fragment. So short. And so, they were
1: both maybe associated.
0: Yeah, I, I believe they are. This this uh, dream when I recorded it. This is not really my dream title, but I did write "Broke Through the Purple Haze." Of <laughs> <laughs> not remembering, oh, I funny. broke through the purple. Haze. I had a
1: dream this morning, and it had there was the color purple in the oh. dress. It was a fashion designer. Oh, really, yeah, I love interesting. It.
0: So, um, okay, yes, and okay. So I'm in a warehouse. But then it turns out to be an auditorium and Tenzin Wango Rinpoche is leading a retreat. Um, There's a woman there. It's like the open center, it feels like to me, in New York City. There's a woman there um, wearing the colors of the sea. Mm. So she's wearing turquoise and blue, deeper blue, and maybe even... You know, uh, a pink, like, coral color. Mm. And it's really... And then I realize who it is. And it's a woman named Aura that mm. I know. What
1: a great name. I know. I know. Aura. She is of the light. Mm-hmm. She's of the light. So, um... And auras, I think, people's uh, yeah, eminent... Yes. Uh, emanate auras. That's really you true. feel people's aura fields. Yes.
0: Yes. So, um... So so that was really the only fragment, but so then the- if I may continue a little bit, when I was in, so all of my dream teachers have imparted on me and others the importance of that kind of twilight space in between waking and dreaming sleeping. and sleeping and,
1: um, you know... Uh, the hypnagogic the state. hypnagogic state. When exactly. we fall asleep and wake up. It's a very beautiful and critical time. Um.
0: Yes. I remember Stephen Larson also used to call it the liminal, the liminal place. In you between. Know, the the in between. Betwixt in between. Yes, yes. So when I was in the liminal state, I have a little bit more. Yeah. So I'd like to treat that also as dream imagery. Um So I just was thinking of a teacher of mine. His name is Reb Gershon. I'll just put it there. I won't put his last name. And, um, and then I started thinking about another teacher, um, Reb Zolman, Shakhtar Shalomi. And um, but I'm more, well, OK, so those two figures. And then the third figure that came so strongly in the hypnagogic state was uh, Reverend Jeremy Taylor.
1: So that's, that's, that's it, my dear. Okay. So, um, so it was a broken wheel on your walker? It wasn't the wheel. It was the brake. The so brake. Up by the hands oh. where
0: the, where you push the, the rollator, there's also where Are you Are these break. associated with the wide steps? Oh, right. That
1: is follow-up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of follow-up <laughs> that's been coming up for me. That's what's re- – for both of us, which is really interesting and yes. makes this maybe new and different for our listeners yes. from other things that have been um, maybe put out there in the public so About far. About
0: dreams. About dreams yes. and how
1: it's in your waking life. Right. Um, how it and, – and how people can overlap with um, – because we're all interconnected, so, indeed. So, um, yeah. So, I. So, what was yeah. the feeling from the first and the second dream?
0: Well, well, from the first one, I don't quite remember. As I said, it wasn't until I saw it mm-hmm. in the morning that I was like, "Oh, I dreamed about this." Um, the um, but what was the feeling when you? Re- with uh, the recollection? I think I think that it was. Um, I think I was more glad that, it, in fact, it wasn't broken. Mhm. You know. Mhm. This a so relief, I think so, relief that it was a dream. Okay. And then um and then the dream about the auditorium um when I woke up from that I just felt so glad that again the purple haze <laughs> was was, you know, but You had through. some fragments. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: what about the um uh, your teachers or the the people in in the dream? At least the two figures prior to the subliminal association um what about them? okay well it's maybe
0: sounds odd but for, to me a lot of this dream is follow up from the politics dream hmm. and I'll I can go into that in more in more detail
1: which um, the obama dream yeah
0: okay the physical okay. therapy all right um so um you know I've been reading a lot about Joe Biden and, you know, women are coming out of the woodwork saying he was a little over-friendly and, um, and, you know, he's of a very different time generation. So, um... That I know. It's no, it's, no. It's oh. it's a
1: it's a big topic. It's about human sexuality, mm-hmm. and actually, that's a dream that I'm going to share a little bit um, later today awesome. at the retreat center. Awesome um, on our YouTube video, right? If you yes. want to see Carla's dream, <laughs> come to YouTube. So, um, yeah.
0: So, okay. So, with Reb Gershon, I. I had a relationship with him. Okay. Yes, I was going to ask you to explain who this person yeah. was. So I was 24. No, I, my, okay. Let me think for a moment. I think my mom had just died. So then I was 25. Okay. And, Ger- and she was ill for how long? Nine, Nine years. years. Nine years. She had breast cancer. Yes. She was diagnosed when I was so 17. You were s- Okay, and she died when I was twenty-five, mm-hmm. and she was fifty, mm-hmm. which is wow,
1: mm-hmm. our age. Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my next birthday. It's going to be a big milestone
1: for me. How do I cross that threshold? But wait, seventeen? No, you were younger. If she was not, if it was 19, nine years, 18, 19, 21, 23, 24. So you were, you were more like 15 or 16? No,
0: it's eight. It adds it up to eight. Eight years? Okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I might be mistaken. All right. Um, so maybe seven years she was ill. You know, I think Something. it was nine, but... Okay. I'm, so you were you know. teen years yes. diagnosed and 25. <gasps> yeah. All right. So this person... So this person... Um,
0: I think it was right after my mom died. I went to learn with him. He is a... Jewish scholar, and he speaks Aramaic, and this harkens us back to the the other dream. dream. Mm -hmm. And he speaks... Where was he? Hebrew, New Mexico. New Mexico. He was in New Mexico. And um, now he's in California. Okay. So I I was really... I wanted to learn with him. I had met him, Mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted to learn more with him. So, um, and what he wanted was what He considered a pelegesh relationship, and then you know, the the old testament or the Jewish Bible, a pelegesh is like an affair outside of marriage, and it's oh, okay. perfectly cool.
1: He was married, Judaism.
0: yeah, okay. How old was he? 48. Okay, so, um, yeah, I was just thinking of this last night. Of so, I he wanted a relationship, mm-hmm. and I wanted. His learning, his mm-hmm. his wisdom, his brilliance, mm-hmm. and to me that was a fine trade off, mm-hmm. you know. But I suppose that might be my Me Too movement mm. in this political climate. Mm. Um, and of course, I've had Me Too moments that mm. felt quite differently. Mm. This was more of a
1: of a trade, an mm-hmm. exchange. Well you were you're saying that it was um you didn't feel coerced or manipulated it felt um you were willing interested maybe vulnerable because your mom had just passed absolutely and um and, and then you were yeah. you were seeking a male elder mentor and he was so wise. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, he could read from the holy scriptures and then translate he was interesting. And then
1: translate in his own words. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. You were you were um smitten. I, I was. You were smitten, quite, infatuated, quite maybe. Smitten. Okay. Um
0: and um Right. So and the other thing. little girls
1: look up to yeah. their daddies. Yes. It reminds me of. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, um, I, the other thing I was, I had just lost my mother Mm -hmm. that, that happened. But then more recently to this, I was diagnosed with, well, while I was in New Mexico, I went for my first MRI and they found plaques on the brain and I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. That was there. That was with my teacher. He took me to the MRI
1: so any you know he used to say MS. How a- long were you with him? I think
0: four four, four months. Oh, no, four no, months. No. Oh no. These were back in my days of moving every four
1: months. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. So so it was a brief uh, affair. Yeah. Um, and you were becoming ill. Well, I I I was, and
0: I uh, found out. You know, he would say to me. The there's a word Emmet Emmet it's it's uh, the Sephardic way of saying MS which is Ashkenazi but he was saying MS MS means truth Mm. so he was a wonderful teacher to me at that time in my life discovering what was what was going on in my body so and that
1: MS means truth. I don't...
0: E-M-M-E-S, ms the mm-hmm. Hebrew word M S means mm-hmm. truth. Okay.
1: So, are so. You,
0: that's what he had told me. That meant a lot to me. Okay. Because I, you know, for for a variety of reasons.
1: Yeah. And how did the relationship end?
0: I got married. <laughs> Not to him.
1: <laughs> to Ruben?
0: No, I never married Ruben. Oh. Um, but I was living with living and dating Ruben right before I moved to New Mexico. Um, he's the father of my older son.
1: Did you have, you didn't have Phelan at that time? No, that was. No, no. but but Wait, you I, got,
0: I conceived Phelan at that time. You
1: did? I did. In New
0: Mexico? I w- came to Philadelphia. You're after New Here, here's Mexico? A, here's okay. a good story for you, <laughs> psychologist. My father was getting remarried a year after my mother's death and so I came back east a year after for his wedding in Florida mm-hmm. and um, well I was back east I went to Philadelphia to get the last of my things that I, I had been living there to get the last of my things and um, and I knew I was ovulating
1: and Reuben and I made a baby and Harry <laughs> and, and Reuben um, Reuben was a special person yes. Yeah, yeah. He was also very religious. Yeah, he's a, he's a rabbi. Rabbi. He
0: was just applying to rabbinical schools at that time. Mm. So uh, you know, our our son now is twenty one. Mm. So um, yeah, Reuben had said, so when fi- when he's five years old, I'm going to just backpack out to New Mexico and meet our son. And I'm like, oh, that's what you think. <laughs> You're going to be a lot more involved
1: in his life than. Waiting till he's five. Why did he wait until five, or why did he want to? I actually don't know. I never asked him. No, he was in his own uh, journey. Oh, the wind is howling. The
0: howling wind.
1: And was he? Was it a planned child's pregnancy? Yes. Okay. So So he wanted to have a a baby, but didn't want to be involved until he was a little older. Yes. Okay.
0: So um, that and that did not happen. You know, he, he had a slow overtime. It was overtime. Overtime. At first, it was like about-
1: every two weeks he'd come and visit me. You know, I th- I hear little themes of the patriarchy in, in a bit in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but you said the the four month relationship ended because you got married.
0: Oh, I know. Um, I don't remember the chronology, but but um, okay, let me let me think. So. I actually... That's okay. I have to think about it. But so the... Uh, no, because well, here, Gershon, my teacher, mm-hmm. he did my tanayim with my fiance, And what that is, is like a with engagement ritual. So that's an engagement ritual. Oh, where So
1: you kept in contact with him.
0: And he did my tanayim. And I thought I wanted him to do my wedding.
1: Oh. But then a
0: wiser friend than I said, I don't think that... That's really the best way to start a new union. <laughs> was Lance open to that? He was. He was. Okay. He was. So um <laughs> so we ended up going with a man. Uh, uh, Did
1: something click? No, it's still going. No. It's okay. still.
0: I just have to keep it away. Keep it. Okay. So that's why you keep doing that.
1: Yeah. So right. um so ha- so, but back to your dream clip. And you see how this kind of spreads out to so many various right. um, yes, life yes. events and topics. Um, so what does he, um, so, so how did you both decide after four months to part? Like, how did you know it was coming to a oh. close or whose decision was it? Was it mutual? Was it
0: four months? It might've been a little bit longer than that. Okay. Um, I think because. Did I you got, meet his
1: wife? Oh, I used to live with them. Live with them. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. it was an open relationship. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yes. Okay. Of course. I mean, I would She was involved. I wouldn't.
0: I, I'm sorry. This. I'm, let me, let me clarify. clarify. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have. I'm not a
1: homewrecker, you know, I'm not interested in Mm -hmm. that at all. Yes, so it was an open, open relationship. Yes, it was. Yes. So you were part of, you became part Part of of the the family. family. Yes, yes, yes. Okay.
0: And uh, first I lived in his uh, writing studio. He had like a writing studio, not in the house. And then then his wife kind of got a little... Uh, annoyed by me taking a lot of his energy time. and attention mm. and time.
1: It always works out better in theory than in practice. I know. <laughs> so
0: then I moved to, um it was like an all women's retreat center ah. in La Jara, New mm. Mexico. Mm. And it was like this ha- triangular house with like three sides of glass Ooh. windows. And I had, well, I don't think they were wild, but I had two horses Ooh. That lived there. Wow. I don't think they, they weren't wild, but um, I guess they had the property fenced in, but a, a big amount of space. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. It was really quite wonderful. And uh, and so many what more stories. Were you, What were you feeling?
1: you were you feeling on the move or what, how were you feeling at that time in your life? Oh. Um, there was a lot going on. Your mom passed away. She was ill. Your dad was getting married. You were um, he, soon we, to become pregnant. Yeah. He, you were being yeah. diagnosed. Well,
0: just to say, my dad did wait the the full year mm-hmm. after my mom's death before mm-hmm. he got all these things were yeah. out
1: in the atmosphere.
0: Oh my gosh, um, I was going to be having a baby. Mm-hmm. I
1: so you weren't pregnant at the time you moved out. Or yes, you were, I was. You were. Oh, <laughs> yes, so you went, I was. So you were with Ruben, and then from Philly, you went to New Mexico, and then I went home to New Mexico, then, and then you were with this um, uh, spiritual. Um, and so there was a time where so we were, I wasn't
0: sure who was the, the father. father. Okay. And ah. that's why it's so relevant that Judaism follows the mother, the mother's lineage. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> yes. That's also in the old um, yeah tradition. Um, well,
0: so what happened was the I took many pregnancy tests before I found out that, in fact, I was pregnant. Because I, I just know, I just felt so grateful and blessed that I was able to know that I was ovulating and, you know, consciously make love with a man
1: who then is going to be the father of my child. And so were you open to either males as your... um, Oh, no. As the father?
0: (laughs) No, no,
1: just Reuben. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so do you remember how you were feeling at that time in your life around... Um, Well, I do remember this,
0: which is silly. So you but, wanted to so have a baby. It I was, lived. You yes.
1: wanted to, your mother passed, you
0: wanted to procreate. Yes, exactly. My mother, I, I looked at her life work, and she really was just the most phenomenal mother. And all my girlfriends, all my friends just loved her. Just loved her. They'd come and talk to her. And she was just so open-hearted with us girls, all of us. And um, yeah, so so when you missed her. I so missed her. Yeah. You were devastated. I was devastated. And um yeah, I I think I first went back to Colorado before moving.
1: I thought there was Colorado. Yeah, I can't
0: remember. I mean, I'm
1: sorry. So you were on the go. Cog there fog. was there was some <laughs> maybe there was Oh yeah. Was there a restlessness? You're was there running, running and angst? you're
0: running and you're you running away. That. I used to sing this all the time Mm. but you can't run away from yourself what were you running from my mother's grief was dying Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that shattered your world shattered my world Mm -hmm. I wrote poetry to death you know Mm. and I I was courting death Mm. I just felt like I just wanted to find a good home for my dog for okay and then, so life
1: procreating was what saved your life in yeah, a sense. Yes. That it was grounding for you, yeah. because you you wanted to die. Oh yes. Okay. Not
0: because, not because I didn't have more life to live, mm-hmm. but because I felt left behind. You felt cheated. I felt left behind. Left behind. Yeah. Mm. And um, so silly. My silly story is. So then, when finally the pregnancy test did reveal what I. Was thinking Mm. that I was pregnant. The first, I lived alone in that in that that triangular house. The first beings that I told that I was pregnant were the two horses Mm. who lived on my land. Mm. That came right up to me, and I whispered to them. It was just a a funny, you know, connecting moment for me. Mm.
1: And you had your dog with you. I did. You had. You said you were wanting a home for redwood. Yeah. So it was you and your dog. Oh, yeah, I, everywhere, yeah.
0: Everywhere. It was your family. Since I was 20. Mm. When she was a puppy. A puppy. Pu- she was she my, meant a lot to you.
1: Oh, she meant the world to me. Mm. We, have, we have our dog stories.
0: Yeah. And, the, and that we between do. us. <laughs> yes, any dog stories. Oh, my gosh. Well, and then Tovi <laughs> was my second dog and Beethoven and I just loved He was a sweetheart. Smart. Oh, Very smart so dog. So sweet.
1: Recently passed. Yeah. And then a new dog came into our my life, life our <laughs> life. Max. Yes.
0: Yeah. Max Cyrus. So, and then the other person who uh, appeared, well, two other people in my hypnagogic state. one was uh, the Reverend
1: Jeremy Taylor. Well, we have Aura.
0: Oh, we can. Do you want to go there first? You're, you're because the Because she nurse. was in the dream. I'll let you. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, she let's go with her first. Okay. Because
1: it was her and... Um, and what was this? Uh, Tenzin Wango Rinpoche. Tenzin Wango Rinpoche. Yes. Okay. So then it was him and then Aura? Yes. Okay. So he
0: has written a book called The Tibetan Buddhas... No, I'm sorry. The Tibetan Yogas of Dream and Sleep. Hmm. The Tibetan Yogas of Dream and Sleep. And it talks a lot about lucid dreaming hmm. and different things you might choose to do in lucidity. And so, you know, I think we think of fly. Because that's like incredible. We we would love to be able to fly. But he also talks about you can change genders. You know, you can um I don't remember all, all of the possibilities, but um so I did I did take a workshop with him at the open center and I also learned with him at Omega Institute. And was that before New Mexico or after? Oh um I probably before and after. Okay. Yeah. Right.
1: Because you kept in contact. Yes. That's, okay. Yeah. And so, s- so I had, I
0: had like the most phenomenal lucid dream that I've had at the end of that workshop. And uh, can I, should I tell it? Sure. So I dreamed. Okay. <sighs> I dreamed that I'm driving in my car down County Route 2, where I used to live on, and I crash in into County the- Route 2 in accord accord okay and i crashed into a car and i'm like oh shit and then i moved my wheel and i crashed into another car hmm. and i'm like oh damn you know and then there's a third car i crash into hmm. and by this time i noticed the cops are in my rearview mirror mm. and i think i better be dreaming i better be dreaming because you can't just go knocking into cars and then i said if i'm dreaming i'm getting out of here you know, And suddenly I was in like a canyon that, that I was driving down. And so, so I was in my car and I flew out of there. Mm-hmm. And my car landed and, at like a, a farmyard, like a barn. And, oh, you
1: flew inside your car.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I- oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got out of my car and I said, I'll need my horse. Mm-hmm. And then a beautiful Palomino came galloping up to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, my dream horse. Nice. And then I got on her back or his back. And um, next thing I know, I am galloping into sort of a a town, like a an old Irish town or something, and um, and the townspeople are terrified because there's a dragon oh. who, who lives in the lake, um, <laughs> the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> and they have to sacrifice a virgin, a maiden. Oh my gosh! So so this is classic. Suddenly, I, right? So I got to be the hero. So suddenly, I have a lance mm-hmm. in my arm, mm-hmm. which is funny on horseback, right? Yes, and and I said, I said, a nice and and the thing peeks out or not, doesn't peek out; it like gets out of the lake. Its head is out of the lake, and I start the charging the dragon. Mm-hmm. I start charging towards it with my lance, and I'm thinking, oh, my, all this stuff goes through my head. My first thought is, I don't want to hurt it. With the, it's a dragon. You got to tame that dragon. My second thought is, like, what if I don't kill it and it attacks me you. back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my third thought is, I'm going for it. And I charge at the dragon and I get him with my lance right in the third eye in his head. And then all the townspeople come spilling out of their houses mm. and and they're saying... You are the hero now. Here is your prize, and they're giving me a maiden, the virgin, a virgin, the virgin that was about to be <laughs> uh, sacrificed. Uh-huh. Now she's coming to me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You get her." And then, for a moment in the dream, then I swap back to being a woman, mm-hmm. and then I swap back to being a man. Oh,
1: so you were a man? You yes, you were a man.
0: At I what was. point? Uh, when uh, you were on the horse? When I was on the horse, and I or came when upon you were flying in the car.
1: No, not, no. It wasn't a man. So when yeah. you were on the horse. Got it. Yes. Okay. That's
0: interesting. Thanks for like bringing that out. I'm not, I haven't thought of that. Um, mm. and, uh. So I say, I am the hero. I'll take the prize, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I become a man again. Mm-hmm. And they have me, the, the beautiful maiden, mm-hmm. in my arms, and
1: I kind of walk away with her. <laughs> wow. was that the end of the dream? That was
0: the end of the dream. <laughs> wow.
1: and were you lucid the whole time, or did you go in and out? Were you lucid when you you, when you changed from the mm-hmm. car accidents?
0: Yeah. So I was lucid then, and I was uh, lucid when you made when the I decision. Okay. And I was
1: lucid when I made the
0: decision to kill and the I dragon, to kill the dragon. And mm-hmm. then I was lucid when I went back to being male. Okay. Because
1: you I chose
0: wanted the maiden. Okay. <gasps> nice. <sighs> wow. So yeah, so this, and of course I dreamed this on the last night of this incredible retreat. So I can't even then tell the teacher about this wonderful dream. lucid dream because we're done now.
1: <sighs> and what did that dream mean to you?
0: Oh, I just loved it. I mean, that was the most awesome story in mm-hmm. my lucidity. Any any lucidity in a dream. It's a great fairy tale. Feels...
1: It's a classic yeah. fairy tale. Yeah, right, slaying yeah. your dragon, Michael.
0: So, um, so
1: so, um, jumping back to Aura. Yes. talk about her. Okay. So Aura is
0: just a sweet and lovely woman. And I knew her at a retreat that, um, was called Seascape. So I often talk about my dream teacher, one of my dream teachers, Robert Moss. So he was teaching teacher training level one. And I went to that and uh, I met Aura there and, um, and who was she? What was her position? She's just lovely. She's just gentle, feminine. Was she a um, participant? She was. Okay. And um, you know, she's. I don't really know that her eyes are. You know, like this most beautiful blue, but I imagine that they are. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, just a lovely woman, soft spoken, mm-hmm. but
1: but also uh, powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there something else about her in the, the – the re- and that she was at part of the retreat? I'm sorry, what was – She was a participant. It was at a place called Seascape.
0: It was one of these properties that used to be like a – Was that also
1: a dream retreat or that was that different? Was a, yes, that was a dream was, retreat. That was okay. a teacher training. All right. Yeah, yeah. And that was after the dragon dream? I believe so, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And what about her? What? just think that think about she, aura. Said she
0: was um or the name well the name if it's you know light mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I uh and I love also aura you know someone's aura mm-hmm. I, and she she just fits her name mm-hmm. she's I don't know her well mm-hmm. and, uh, but I am sure she'll send this you know pod stream to her because she's a dreamer too um but uh you know I loved I love the way she dresses and these flowing skirts and, and over, you know, shirts and uh, and the colors of the sea, mm. that's that doesn't seem all that uh, unlikely. That those are the, would be the colors that mm. she would wear.
1: Okay. And talk about the colors. Oh, well. Um, uh, well, I would more
0: like to talk about the sea. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: or both. Yeah, well, at this retreat, it was uh, in Connecticut and it was on the Long Island Sound, so we had a small, uh, uh, not small. I mean, we had a seaside, and it was lovely. It was just lovely. It felt like going on vacation, mm-hmm. you know, being there. And I, yeah. And did you
1: have Phelan at this time? I
0: was pregnant. Oh, when I was at Seascape, I was pre. I think I either was pregnant with Lev, Phelan was already older. Oh. And um and so he must have been like, you know, eleven. 13. Well, he was twelve when Love was born. So this was before I was pregnant. But then the next thing I got pregnant with Lev and Robert very graciously still invited me to come with a baby. But then I just realized, you know, I I I love I love retreats. And this is actually something I got from the dream. I love going on retreats. Mm. I used to do this. Frequently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I and I mostly dream retreats. And were they weekend retreats or was Yeah, we mostly weekend retreats. And and now I'm not in a financial position Mm -hmm. to go on retreats. Mm -hmm. Except and so again I'm so happy that Dr. Mazio is welcoming me into Isha Retreat Center this evening.
1: Oh, yeah, my Just, pleasure. Yeah. I um, have offered a few times, and I'm very happy that you're taking me up on yeah. it,
0: finally. Well, I'm so glad, too, because I had no idea that Lisa
1: was going to stay. Yes, I invited her and um, our friends, Barbara, uh, to um, to be the first participants. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's very meaningful. But it, was, it wasn't going to be – they were not as much um, – we met through different um, uh, different er- areas of interest, so it was more of the mycology club. Yes. Um, so I think it was probably going to be a little more social than than the dream retreat, even though I was trying to gear it or okay. you know uh-huh. having my first kind of run through. Yes. But. Um, but since, uh, yeah, so unfortunately, didn't able wasn't able to to work out that yeah, way. Yeah, um, yeah. But she she would come and help me. I w- we would go over design ideas, yeah. and so she was involved in the process of developing it, as I was involved in I'll her be process. even, more, of, even uh, more,
0: you know, delighted to to sleep over there, mm. knowing that she really helped you yes. realize your vision yeah so well, I would cool. say you know what do
1: you think about this first yes. decoration and yes. yeah yes. so and then I did the same with her in her bathroom because she was remodeling oh. her bathroom uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and yeah it was just it was um it was very nice very pleasant yeah so um and did you say um in the the fragment of this the dream this morning that there were colors in the ocean, or what what was that part again? Oh, let me see.
0: I there being colors in the ocean, uh, or there was something about an ocean. I, the, oh, the, the clothes she was wearing. Oh, the clothes were the colors oh, of the ocean. Of
1: the ocean. The ocean that yeah. was the association. Yes, yes. And then you met her by the ocean,
0: yes. Okay, and she does wear flowy. So, what about the ocean? Clothes. Anything about the oh, ocean? Oh, I just love the ocean. I just love the ocean,
1: and uh, how do you um how how do you see what does the ocean mean to you? As, well, the um, psyche. I think you know because we live in New York State, we're
0: East Coast girls, and we so we have the sunrise, rise, mm-hmm. uh, the Atlantic Ocean, and to me that's the most sacred part of the day. And this morning, I got to see the sunrise. Here, it's a little bit different than watching it over the ocean, where it just feels like Mm. a holy experience. Mm
1: -hmm. It's massive. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's um, so wide and and just cresting over. Yes. Um, Anything else about the subconscious or unconscious with the ocean? Uh, I've had the ocean... um, Well, it's so deep, right? mm, It's deep. So I have to think about that depth.
0: And uh, so, maybe there's something to teach me in the stream if mm-hmm. I'm looking at ocean depth as a metaphor.
1: Okay. So, all right. And uh, one of the yeah. rooms that I have named is the ocean. So, you could either, if you want to look at the ocean, yeah. you could stay there or the Buddha room.
0: Oh, really? That's- Which one is all the way on the end? That's the ocean kind I would like to stay in the ocean. Okay, that's where I picture myself. Today. Okay,
1: all right. Okay, we'll, try, we'll set that up. And um, do you have any dream intention that you would like to explore, or announce, or state? Um, well,
0: yeah, for, I would
1: for tonight. Oh, good. Okay,
0: right, because we do dream incubation, and we state our our. You know, our prayer or our intentions. Questions, intentions, Qu- yes. Seeking. Okay, so what will I ask? Uh, I'm just going to stick with health, you okay. know, because I feel like that's coming up a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I have some associations with the later. Okay. Dream. So as I've talked about, I have a housemate, mm. and she she's funny because in the middle of the night, sometimes I have to like, go oh yeah the cats don't have water or nobody gave them dinner or okay the book for love to read is in the front room so i just walked to it you know and my housemate said you are a night walker mm. and i thought that was very funny a night walker <laughs> <laughs> but um but
1: uh so it's been you know the her, magical night yeah and
0: her her feeling
1: is like Walk around more. Don't rely on this. Mm-hmm. Don't rely on this. Mm-hmm. And uh, walking in darkness. Sometimes I have I have often hiked out um, to to be in the night. Um, my hike will extend from um, from dusk until till nightfall. And I there's other senses that have come forth for me yes. of perception, feeling where I'm not yes. able to see. But I'm able to make my way, and I've had some fascinating hikes that I don't know if I would repeat right now at this age, Okay, Um, Ah. but I would be walking on narrow paths on the side of a mountain, and I would do just fine. I would not trip over rocks. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Right. And I I would actually – there was a light that would come behind me. And I thought maybe there's something physiological happening to compensate for the darkness, you know, in my occipital um, region. The the, the warmth of your body. That there was something something. that all of a sudden there'd be a flash of black backlighting. And I had mentioned that many years ago to Barbara, Barbara from Dream Group. Yes. um, I said, do you ever see that, that backlighting? Does that ever happen to you? Oh, my gosh. But go on about your your night walking. So you're able to walk. So apparently –
0: I am. That's amazing. But I also have to say in the same breath that uh, sometimes I just drag my feet. I don't always lift up my legs. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about, did you ever watch the Carol Burnett show in the 70s? Yes. Remember Tim Burton? Yes. His character of the old man.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yes. With his lips mm-hmm. and with
0: his dragging feet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, so- Mrs. Higgins. Yes, Mrs. O'Wiggins. Oh, yes. oh my gosh.
0: Yes, <laughs> thank you. So I was feeling like like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I um you know, I mean I can walk, but I'm i I'm dragging my feet. Mm-hmm. I'm holding onto furniture, mm-hmm. you know, and walls. I'm mm-hmm. wall walking. So I don't really feel so confident yet. Mm -hmm. Like I used to, of course, walk just fine. Mm -hmm. And then I started to need to walk with a cane. Mm -hmm. So I'd have three points on the ground. Mm -hmm. But now I have progressed Mm -hmm. to a rollator, which, uh, so I'm going to ask, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that healing will come. I have such strong faith Mm
1: -hmm. and I... Want to help that along? I, I do believe it's possible, yeah. and and I saw you run, and that was phenomenal, and something that is so was it like special. Lev was like choking; he or was something? choking, yes. Oh and you gosh. ran from the kitchen to the living room, and I just kind of froze oh. for a moment, uh, and I didn't see the severity of the situation, uh-huh. but you did, and you you ran. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Another time, I felt. Kind of
0: shook out of my progression is when an old cat Katya had brought in a chipmunk. A chipmunk, and suddenly it was an emergency! Mm-hmm. Emergency! Mm-hmm. There's a chipmunk running mm-hmm. around, and um, and also with that that like adrenaline rush. Yes. So I guess yes. maybe it's adrenaline, which
1: and that, that fires our neurons, right? Yeah. And so they they act in accordance. Um, that there's something to be explored there that is very. Um, profound and yeah. important um, and then I thought yeah. when we were going to take Spanish class yes uh, when I saw you over at the college or I, the are high we school, not doing
0: that anymore
1: um, <laughs> yeah that was many years ago but we were meeting there and it was like <laughs> yeah. oh my god you're walking but then you stopped walking um, well I when I will again walk yeah, yeah I mean I'm you were my, started shuffling you were walking yeah, and then yeah. started shuffling uh, a, a minute or two later it's
0: a, it's a tough it's a tough journey yeah you know? yeah Well,
1: we have all of our oceans um, Mm. to explore. Mm. Yeah, we do.
0: Yeah, so... Cool. And then I just wanted to say a word about Jeremy Taylor. So he, Jeremy Taylor, is uh, the founder and teacher of the Marin Institute of Projective Dreamwork. So he's my teacher as well. He's deceased now, I think, in the fall, I believe, he Mm. passed on. And um, he was a very special man, and so to have him come in that hypnagogic uh, place, mm. it was really felt. It really felt like a an honor. Mm-hmm. I, I, he was mm-hmm. such a lovely teacher. Yes, that
1: you're kind of calling in your teachers to help yeah. you with your healing. That's what I oh. hear
0: in the yeah. theme,
1: and that. When you were back at, at 25, when you were diagnosed or, or starting to yes. fail in health uh, or wanting to die um, and seeing MS written in the, the fire, uh, you also were, you were really on the cusp or that liminal place between life and death. Yes. Um, death meaning slow illness, yes. progressive illness of kind of whittling away or, um, yeah. or the life through your children which which people do make those decisions of um, to help them get out of a situation Interesting. right um, and then your mentors. so with men, men, older men yes. to kind of give you a a hand up um, to help you. and maybe that's your um, the the cultural climate as well um, with with references to to men and politicians, and uh, there's just a lot. There's a lot, yeah. Please go on.
0: I don't want to cut
1: you off because you're
0: offering so much wisdom. So the um, auditorium Mm -hmm. space, at first it was like a warehouse, Mm -hmm. So, and that was follow-up for me. It reminded me of the dream. So we spoke about in the last podcast that
1: I have had dreams of every president since... George H. W. Bush and I only had with um, Obama, Obama uh, and Michelle, and then very pleasant dreams, uh, and then with Trump ish uh, once.
0: Yeah, yeah, Obama was a, a very uh, frequent visitor to my dreams, frequent dream character. So in my one dream that I had about right, Trump, yeah. we were in like a warehouse, mm. and uh, so I spoke about this last pod, and um, and playing. Family feud,
1: mm. and
0: there were we did not agree on many topics, mm-hmm. and there were no winners. Mm. So that was that. So that reminded me of yeah, and I I was thinking of that as follow up, you know, because
1: well, and it seems there are no win- winners. It seems, right it seems now. that this is <laughs> true, yes, <laughs> because we're you know we're not able to agree on on so many things, um, socially and politically and economically, yeah. Uh, so, right, uh, yeah, a, the, the world's... schism in our world. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And you, were, you made a reference to the war in heaven. Would you like to yeah. elaborate was on that? Sure, I mean, I
0: actually was thinking about that too because you were talking about religious wars, mm-hmm. and then my head went to that. And I realized that's... So I am a spoken word poet. I don't think I've talked about that on our podcast yet. So, um, So I had written a poem right around the time when my mom died. That's so interesting mm. too. Where I say you know thunderbolts cruising a sky cruising the sky carry a reflection of light sparking darkness in crackling cycles where people die on streets and others watch all these colors flashing on their televisions step out into the energy of night drink it in with true vision dripping chilled under the stormy veil of a full moon Oh, I thought I would come to that line, but I guess it was before where I started. But I say in that poem, it is that war in heaven, you know? Oh, and then thunderbolts cruising the sky carry a reflection. So, um, yeah, I just feel like theres it's an intense time right now mm. to be alive. Mm. And I feel like. There's so much that we can do and that we must must do
1: mm-hmm.
0: in order to. Um, well, I save believe our everyone should have a,
1: a carbon footprint number. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and that we've we've reached that place just because of um, a few that have been very gluttonous, um, and and that we it's relative deprivation at this point of what we think we're impoverished about or suffering about. Um, Especially in this country, because we have so much more than everyone else were, were or most saying, others.
0: Were you saying eighty percent of the world? That was resources? A, a
1: statistic that I had heard. Oh yes. my gosh! And in the first world countries, right, yeah. and especially this one, this this, this United in States of America. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah. So it's relative deprivation is the term of um, you know that you think you're you're suffering or poor or destitute, but. We're really not. You know, if your right. cable television doesn't work or you don't have your um, strawberries in the middle of winter, right. you're not deprived. No, you're not. <laughs> you're just you eating know. seasonally. <laughs> you know, and most people have tons of food in their, their cabinets that will last them a long time. And we don't need 90-degree weather, um, heat. Uh, in in the winter when, um, you know, you have to throw in some more blankets and things like yeah. that. So that's what I see is happening okay. because of all the, the vast pollution Yeah. Um, and then equalizing the social socioeconomic um, positions of, of all yeah, people. Yeah, the, the discrepancy yes. of the wealthy having a lot of the money. Mm-hmm.
0: At what they say, as much point zero one percent has... Um, as much as, I don't know, a very
1: high percentage. It's this crazy decadence. Um, yeah. And that for people not to – my my also take is for people is to not look towards politicians to save them, but to save themselves, to yes. heal themselves, changing our whole medical system, that um, we have illnesses that we've never had in the past, um, but they're cultural illnesses, you know. Uh, Thomas Saw's uh, psychiatrist, really spoke um, – openly and and very, um, very eloquently about um, psychological and medical uh, issues, and so many other um, recent things have come out as far as what we are able to cure um, with with different lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just uh, so many systems related. And um, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. so um, let me just check my notes because. I feel like there might be even more follow-ups from uh, the last dream group. I mean, our last podcast, <laughs> our mini dream group.
1: And then, so I'll just while you're looking, I'll mention with disability. I think everyone has ability and um, and something to offer. And some of the problems with welfare or disability is it's hard to get off of that system because our medical care. Um, and pharmaceuticals is to stay ill or to yes. treat symptoms, not the underlying causes
0: People in ms circles say big, big pharma is not interested in finding a cure. no, they're interested in finding customers,
1: yes, absolutely. it's treating symptoms mm-hmm. and not not the causality yes and um, and so, but if everyone was able to kind of shift a little psychologically to gain that awareness and not be um, oppressed by um certain distractions um whichever way they come then um then we would be able to really change i think quite a bit and 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 not look towards leaders to save us but to save ourselves and then work out from the individual to the family to the community um so from the more of outward versus the top down yeah that's what you're saying not the hierarchical
0: podcast too is you know it's uh it's the grassroots. You
1: yes, know, it's really yes. and starting with the individual that someone really has to have that desire to want to know themselves and to um, to understand their psychology. And I I believe that your spirituality is completely connected to your psychological awareness, mm-hmm. and um, that's some of the problems that I found with some spiritual communities that I have explored is they don't have the psychology. And then, unfortunately, in psychology, they don't have the spirituality right. connection. And so we have this compartmentalization yes. and fragmentation, um, and that's unfortunate. Uh, so I think the, the, the mind-body-spirit is essential, yes, uh, and psychology cannot be uh, excluded from that. And in self awareness. Did you find any? Other I, no, I, I think You're I good? I did
0: okay. say, oh, but I say all what right. I wanted to say. But so now, uh, then there's the question of how can I honor this dream? Yes. And I can honor this dream by staying in the ocean room right. at Isha Retreats.
1: All right. And, and, the uh, only thing is there's a bed downstairs, okay. so you would have to do your, use your physical therapy to climb stairs because oh. um, the ocean is um, oh. upstairs and there's a skylight above the bed. And you were saying, but in the Buddha room, yeah. you can sleep downstairs. I might need to sleep in the Buddha room. So you can make that call.
0: Okay. Well, then I'll have to think of a different way to honor this dream. So in this, this was an honoring, uh, unpacking it, as uh, Jeremy Teller used to say. Let's unpack the dream. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess also I can uh, go to Miriam's well in uh, Socrates, the new incarnation of Miriam's well. And these were my fellow Jeremy Taylor, you know, uh, students (laughs) or, you know, dream workers. And um, that would be a nice way to honor this dream as well Hmm. is to actually go Back to Saugerties, and
1: and you were know, where I used met Taha. Oh, really? Yes. You sent me the email. Oh, at Miriam's well. Yes. So yes. all these links. Uh, there are so many links. <laughs> wow. And then I think something happened. Right? There was a wall that fell. Someone told me. In that possibly the building, uh, they Finished got divorced. Sometime. Oh, okay.
0: So I think when Richard
1: No, there was some kind of um there might have been. There was some, some yeah something well, happened. Okay. With I, the structure, I think. I don't know about
0: that. But I know when Richard left, he moved to California, Susan moved, you mm. know, so she would
1: create a new life mm. which she is doing. A new space. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing your dream and thank you for visiting. So we'll see how it goes. Well, thank you. We want to get outside to get some sun. So we're going to close up for today. Yeah. Thank you
0: for all listening. We hope you get some fresh air and sunshine too. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going
1: to do my own physical therapy. I was uh, doing some, some cleaning this morning and and whatnot. So, um, and then sitting on the chairs kind of stiffening. So I feel like my body wants to I don't think I'm going to be able to go backwards on
0: the exercise ball. Oh, that's okay. You You don't have to. There are balls in
1: each room, so you could just play with it also on your own. Okay, Um, I don't have to be there. Um, And this could just be see how you feel, and if you want to come back, come back. So that you can pace it for yourself. I want to come once a month. Great. That's awesome. Okay. (laughs) Love to have you. I would love love to. We'll get an air mattress to put in the... I think I may have an air mattress. I think um, I might have one as well. Oh, do you? Because we could put that downstairs. I think I used to. In the ocean room. I
0: don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So these two are so funny. So Carla's black dog, Max, and my black cat, Puma, (laughs) were uh, wrestling together. They're, They're playing. Puma's up on the bed and Max is tall enough to... Like, look at this look at this they pilot. look like twins with They're the so white cute. patches i just love I know. these know they really are cute okay all right thank so, you all. until
1: we meet again all right okay yeah. good day bye-bye